When a sweet tooth is real and you need to fulfill that desire, talk to your girl Tykea, the owner of Treasure Treats by Ty, where we specialize in standard or custom cakes and treats, from decorative cake pops to cupcakes to theme cakes. We can create what you want for any event, birthdays, weddings, baby showers. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. Just let us know. Treasure Treats by Ty. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring to the top, baby. What's poppin', family? What's poppin'? It's Bring It to the Table podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Bring It to the Table. Hey, we got a Twitter now. Nah, the Twitter is Bringing to the Bring. Oh, Bringing Table. My bad. I ain't have enough characters, so it's Bringing Table on Twitter. Follow us at Bringing Table. You can follow me at uh, Will underscore Capo six three. Um, little baby video drop tomorrow, 2-13-21. Hatch, what's the deal, family? Hit me up, mhatch58, Instagram, or Marcus Hatch on Facebook. Money making Mitch. Yo, follow me on the ground, money underscore Mitch, 31. And my dog, Melly Mel. What's good, my people? I'm on Instagram at Leaf 81 Man, so today's topic, we're going to go into uh, becoming a man versus uh, becoming a man. First, uh, being in manhood, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to talk to the uh, talk to the young boys, you know what I'm saying? I had a conversation the other day with young boys, and, you know, they, uh, you know, when they leave the house, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all, when we first left the house, we automatically just thought we was the man. We on our own, and we bought liquor, and we probably thought we was the man. We could show our ID, but, you know, it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. It's way deeper than, uh, yeah, I, I think the transition is, like, boys to men. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can be a man to being a man, you know what I'm saying? Like right. you, the transitioning period, I mean, we still don't know and we don't understand. I think you really become a man when people start depending on you and you start leading your household. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Or just, I guess, leading your way, fulfilling your goals. You okay. know what I'm saying? You go through your four years of college, now you got your job, you got your career, and then you start building on your family and that's your goal. So you don't, so so you think it's just boy straight the man and ain't no becoming a man like ain't no in the middle. I, I think it's all a transition period. Okay. You know what I'm saying I think it's you know you go from a boy to a man. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. But what is the typical age like where you like start smelling yourself? You start feeling yourself. Oh, though? Shit. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying. The minute you uh, have your first sexual experience, <laughs> first moment you breathe on you. <laughs> You feel like a man, your you know chest, what I'm saying? Your chest poked out a little bit, your, your head up. Oh shit! I mean, you start, you know, you start getting hair all over the place. And yeah, I think that's when you really start feeling yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy because one of my experiences, I was just sitting there uh, talking to Will all set and everything, and uh, my first experience, uh, I was raking leaves with my dad, and he told me to do something, and I don't, I, I really don't know what I said. It, it was something obviously wasn't good. It was bad or whatever. And he looked at me. He took his wedding ring off. He was like, oh, so you think you could take me? And I'm like, uh, I, I, is that a trick question? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know I can't. You know what I'm saying? 
because that grown man strength is a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to a young man strength. So, I don't know. It, it definitely uh, fluctuates and everything because it's like it's when you think you becoming a man early at an early age and everything you got when this reality hits you when you be like, oh, yeah, now I'm becoming a man yeah. with responsibility, family or whatever the situation may be, mm-hmm. you know. Like you said, it's a transition, you know, living with moms, you go to school, you're out on your own, you think you're a man, but really, you really not because you're still depending on your parents. Yeah. So that do that still consider you a man if you got to uh, go backwards or fall backwards? No, because, I mean, we all fall down. It's mm-hmm. about how you get up. Yeah. So ain't, ain't no shame in that. You know what I'm saying? All right. I right. just made a vow. I was just like, listen, by the time I'm 22, I'm trying to be out the house and out y'all pocket. Yeah. And then, it, and then, you know, the onus was on me to go out, get a job, and, you know, find my own apartment, start paying my own bills, mm-hmm. have my own responsibilities. And then, you know, with that came, you know, me growing into being a man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, reality Because the cost, the cost of living is definitely different. <laughs> but you got to want it, too, though. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You can't be one of them dudes that just think you're going to live at the crib and still be, you know what I'm saying, 25, 26, until your 30s, living at the crib. And that shit is played out. I guess my question for y'all, what's the definition of a man? Maybe we should have said that first because, I, I mean, I know a lot of people who, you know, take the role of being a man because they had a certain age, but then not taking care of their responsibilities and yeah, responsibility. taking care of the people around them. I'm not, not a man. I think that's it right there. Yeah. A man take care of his responsibilities and, you know, take care of the people around him. Right. Don't make excuses. Hold yourself accountable and those around him. Pretty simple. Hold yourself accountable. Pretty simple shit. You know what I'm saying? It ain't rocket science. You got to, yeah, because definitely when you get into that as far as holding yourself accountable, because, like, maybe uh, your accountability may be different than what other people may see or whatever. So it's like where you may be doing something where it's your full accountability and everybody think, like, on the outside, like, damn, that's just the bare minimum, whatever. But that might be all that you got. You know what I'm saying? All you're able to do. It's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think I think the biggest thing is sacrifices when you become a man. Yeah. I think I think I I mean it's the three P's. I believe in the three P's. It's it's it's, it's provider, priest, which means you know lead boy, and like protector. Pulled up at the end of practice, boy. You took a knee. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> real. This yeah. real. It's deep. Yeah, it's, deep. It's, it's, it's deep though. But one of the biggest things is being sac- it's just it's just sacrificing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of sacrifice coming in that. You know, coming into that what's the name, man? Then you get some kids who have to grow up earlier than they want to because oh, of uh facts. parents yeah. like, been killed, incarcerated, things facts. of that type of nature. So, yeah. you know, you got a lot of people out here who had to grow up too fast, too no, soon. Right. That's real. And I think when they come down to those circumstances, depending on uh how the kid is, um, that's when like, you know, from previous podcasts, coaching come into play. Yeah. Just being that coach. You know what I'm saying? Um it's, it's definitely a, a big part that I can say. Now, if it's to the point where they're not in the athletics or have, like, an academic advisor or whatever, then, man, like, yeah, it's rough. It's hard for that kid. I honestly believe that you need somebody to look up to to show you how to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's fine. Like you said, a kid in them type of situations, they look at y'all as father figures. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they... They hold it on to every word that y'all say. They watching y'all and y'all example to them. You know what I'm saying? Just need more people like that. That's willing to to um accept that. You know what I'm saying? Responsibility. Yeah, it's it's 
one of the toughest things I learned from coaching was is like seeing young men not understand the natural love from a man. Mm. Not understanding that tough love that we give. Not understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I love you, but I'm gonna put you in this situation. I think that's one of the toughest things I learned as a coach. Like, why they not listen to me? Why they not because you don't understand he's been around maybe a single mom, you know, she moms learn teach a certain type of way and they right. love a certain type of way. But right. men we learn right. we learn you know, we love right. a different way and a lot of times, you know, it's hard for them to perceive it. So, I, you know, me having to adjust to that yeah, been, a, uh, I guess, a little bit of a challenge. What about when it comes down to even, like, showing emotion? Like a kid, like, growing up, it's obviously was all of us growing up and everything. It's like, look, don't don't bend, don't break. Yeah. Don't show no emotion, nothing like that. So with a kid like that that's going through, a you know, a situation and stuff like that, how do you break that kid down to be able to be like, yo, like it's okay, it's all right to cry, and like they yeah. just balling it up, they just holding it up. You know what I mean? I think one of the worst uh, advices I probably gave it a long time ago, and people give it to this day is, don't show emotion. You told me that. How how, how, how you gonna hide your emotion? You can't. Yeah. No, that's real. You know what I'm saying? You you can block it out, and you know what I'm saying, but you cannot hide your emotion. No, that's right. That's or right. you can try to you can, you can hold stuff inside, and then at one you know, at some oh, point in your life, it's gonna come out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When that, so, cup, when that cup run over, yeah, look out. It goes around. No, that's real though. And yeah, that's 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 deep. Yeah. Showing emotion is good. It is though, because it's a way of. Like, yeah, it's easier. Well, it's it's, yeah. it's easier to say it like that now, but like you know I what I'm saying. But with it, you put yourself in the in the young man's you know shoes, right. where it's like you know life is different with the crew he hang with and everything. But he got this all bottled up. He he can't be the one sitting there pouring out crying or right. not even just crying, just pouring out and stuff like that. Like. You could tell it's something emotionally happening with a kid with his actions, or with a man or a person, period, with their mm-hmm. action. Right. Because they they act different, they be different, and all that. You see, know, your what homies I mean? may not see that in you, but somebody you look up to that's older may be like, "Hey, man, come here. What's wrong with you, man? Like I've been noticing this about you, man. You, it's something on your chest you need to talk about." And I always, and that's how you kind of, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, kind of break that, kind of break that ice right there. And I think that's one of the toughest things as us as men, we don't know how to talk. I'm not gonna say we don't know how to talk. I think it's hard for us to talk about our emotions and how we feel. Right, our trauma. Yeah, and we. Oh, no. Uh, so when when you have a kid that sit there and come up to you, coach, and be like, like you see, it's a difference in this kid. Yeah. And you bring it like, hey yo, what's going on? Talk to me. What's wrong? Like, talk to me. No problem. And they sit, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So. What you tell that kid? That's like the number one indicator. They're not good. Right. Especially right. when they tell you yeah. a couple times. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I, mean, I, I learned this. I think I forgot the name of the book I read. I think it was How to Win Friends and Influence People. They talk about make a friend and find a need. Okay. Because a lot of times, you know, just by knowing the kid, you kind of know the experiences they're dealing with. Right. And you start talking. Like, I, I start talking about my life experiences. So they feel comfortable with yeah. me. Then they'll start talking. Then I was like, well, man, you didn't fight the other day. You, was you good? What was wrong? Right. Then, then they feel more freely to talk to you. And it's like one of the, the weirdest things ever when I read. I don't do a lot of reading. I don't know why. But when I got older, I started Read reading more. Fun. Read <laughs> to mental. No, so I read, when me and my wife was having problems, I read Five Love Languages. It's a marriage book. 
but it applies. And they wrote another one, I think, uh, Love Language for Teens or whatever. Okay. But everything applies <laughs> to life. To life, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or everybody you deal with. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm going out searching for kids' love language, right. but you can tell some kids just be needing uh, words of affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Right, or, right, right. or that quality time. That, I know punk-ass quality time. I know gay, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. God damn, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but, but, you know, not, and that's not attack on gays. It's just terminology that men <laughs> Clint it's Eastwood. terminology that men That's use most. <laughs> he can men use I'm saying the terminology we use is you know, it's being gay, it's being this but what I'm saying is it's a lot of stuff that we as men you can see in another man <laughs> and, and you learn that by asking questions you know what I'm saying some, some kids, you know, you touch them on their shoulder like man, you're doing a good job but you can do this better Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's the physical touch part of it. Or you can punch them in their chest and they learn from it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be no soft shit, but you really have to learn how, I guess, to love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or learn a kid's personality, too, because that dairy personality plus. But whatever. Throwing books out there. I think I think sometimes. <laughs> that's a good word, though. I think, I think sometimes with the kids and stuff, too, because like with technology and everything, it's like they want to know as you living up to what you say. Mm-hmm. So they want they want to see that confirmation to be comfortable yep. to express what they gotta express to you. They see yep. through the bullshit. Oh yeah, quick. Just, they just want somebody to show them that they care. Yep. They ask somebody that's, that's there for them. And if the that's consistency it. is there too, oh, then yeah. you gotta be consistent. You gotta. Oh, you got. You better be consistent. And yeah. you better. If you said you better. If if, if you said you better do it, yep. then you better stand behind it. Yeah. Right. They gonna Google your ass oh, quick. Facts. Dog. And they gonna call you out on your and, bullshit. And make a TikTok on your ass too. Oh man, that ain't happened to me. I don't <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> make but a TikTok. We used to do this when we was at uh, Ipsy. We used to have the kids mock us at the end of every year, and you'll be amazed how much they pick up on, on our personalities. Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, it's, it's it's sweet to me when I see it because it's like, damn, they watch everything you do. Yeah, and they're gonna pick up on. 90% of the shit you do wrong, wrong right. and 10% of the shit you do right. Mm. Like they say, man, somebody's always watching. Always watching. You got to be on your shit. Hey, that's good, though. That's a good activity, though, for like a for like an end-time hookup. Let you, man. And you can do it with single. Let's just do it with single. Yeah. I guarantee if I can merge right here, yeah, y'all dying laughing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. They pick up on everything that's you crazy. do. It's crazy. It's, it's interesting, man. It's interesting the way kids and people pick up. Shit, me working around you for <laughs> eight years. Yeah. I can do you and shit. <laughs> and I'm fucking pissed off. A <laughs> little ass finger. <laughs> I nigga pissed off. That finger come out. He started to piss me off. Oh, oh shit. Man. My nigga finger out, bro. <laughs> shit. Oh, my nigga. Get you through now. Don't get it. Yeah, I already know. The first 45 minutes, you don't fuck with nobody. Like, it's the end of the world. Like, you, you know. Sleep, man. I gotta shit. Duh. Especially when motherfucker walking up to me like, man, talking about some bullshit. Like, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Crack a good joke with me. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you did that shit the other day with Darren. You were pissed off. But that was bad as fuck. <laughs> but no, that's you know, little, I guess gems. No, that's 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 good, gems. Cause I was uh just explaining like um going into depth with him, like man, like you know I'm a man now, you know what I'm saying, and nah, 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 nah. but it's 
it's just it's just more to it, man. The process, the process is is you know, the process is is something. And I learned when it was it was when about sacrifices like a lot, yeah. man. Like just a lot, man. But then you think about it when you actually going through it and you transitioning into being a man, you don't even realize it. Right. No facts. It'd be the one. It'd be others around you. Yeah. That'd be like, damn. Yeah. I noticed something different about you. Like, right. okay, handling your business. Right. All right. Yeah. I see what you're doing. I see facts. the moves you're making. All right. You know what I'm saying? All, all transitions is different. So, yeah. so when you got a kid that don't have the benefit of the doubt compared to the kid that do have a benefit of the doubt. How do you, you know, explain that that role? So, what you mean, like how you explain different situations, or yeah? So it's like, you know, if uh, I sit here, I deal with a, a group of kids on this side of town. Yep. And then compared to like this side of town, which is a different set, right? Or whatever. How do I transition to both? Because the past is different, and everything right. is different. You know. I think that go back into finding the need. You know what I'm saying? I, every kid gonna need something different. And you, like I went from Ipsy to Pioneer, and I used to think when I was at Pioneer, oh, these kids just need me to come towards football. No, yeah. these kids going through some serious life shit, where they going through like depression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But here at Ipsy, like I didn't understand depression. Mm-hmm. I knew kids was acting out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And a lot of kids, like I, like I think one of the things I learned, like at Ipsy, kids from Ipsy act out on other people. When I got mm-hmm. the pioneer, I think them kids was acting out on themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't want to harm themselves, want to commit suicide. But at the end of the day, the kids needed somebody to give them something positive in their life. Right. Give them a different avenue yeah. versus whether it's football, whether it's you want to do something else. Uh, like it's, it's like I think it's like a high like divorce rating in our. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and them having to deal with those type of adjustments. Yeah, don't, don't, that, that, that's, that, that'd be the biggest thing for kids, though. Divorce, though. It seems that's, like kids that, be going through it with divorce hookup. Mm-hmm. That is definitely one of the, like I said, that was going to be my next question that's I was going to ask because it's like, actually understand yeah, yeah. Like, the dynamic that's going on between moms and pops. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't really truly understand everything, man. Peaches and cream. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's boom. like, but then boom. you get older, you be like, oh, damn, pops was kind of, damn, moms was so yeah. hot, so I kind of. Looking back, and some of them still mm-hmm. don't understand. They oh. still won't understand it. Just still be like that off balance set yep. with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Depending on who let who get away with what. Yeah, right. But do do we as parents do we help them understand, or are we still caught up in what's making us transition from each other with our spouse? We don't have time to teach no kids nothing. Yeah. I can't like. Like, I feel like if I'm stressed out and I'm depressed, I can't teach nobody nothing. Right. When I'm in, when I'm at my lowest, what I'm going to say? Right. I'm no, going to say something real. wrong. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. That's real. But, I mean, that just show like, if you're a parent, though, and that's your child, like, you should be able to involve your child with this transition, whatever. I mean, right. it, it's a certain a certain limit where you be like, okay, we're going to try to work this out, counseling, whatever. Yep. But once it's to the point where both of you done made your mind up, you got to be able to, like, involve your child. Yeah. I think it's a little harder being in the situation, though. Yeah. Being actually in the situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we can say it, but actually being in that situation, though. Can you? Got to go to court. Like, just imagine going to have to yeah. go to court, have to figure this out, have to do but, this, have to. It's, that's a lot, man. But what But what if there was a coach that 
that was telling you more of the truth about yourself than your parents. But you wouldn't know, though. Do you think you think somebody gonna believe a coach more than they believe somebody that that birthed them? Obviously, they done, think... they done sat there and divorced and everything. I've been calling it out, and I mean, trying to tell you like like you straight, you you okay, but you not like that. I think some of my best lessons, life lessons, came from my coach. Yeah, because I think at some point in my life, my mom and dad they couldn't hide shit. But then next, you know, I guess the older I got and the older they got, they, you know, they wanted to compensate. Right. So they never really had time to teach me the stuff I think they really wanted to. To where my coach stepped in, they was teaching me. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. You get definitely, definitely get uh, different views and everything with it. You know what I'm saying? So. So when 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 y'all think like y'all transition? When did y'all know y'all transition to the manhood? Um, that's tough for me, man. Stop. Um, I'm gonna say, ah, oh, shit. I don't know because I feel like I felt like I was doing the right stuff. So I feel like honestly, I became like a father type when my nephew was born when I was like 13. Mm. So. And then I had like little brothers and all of them was following me. So when I had a kid, it was like I was doing the right thing, but I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I think when I started coaching football and I started having like a more of a following, I guess, when I started transitioning. Okay. Yeah, because I was I was doing all type of crazy shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trying to find my way. Right. No, Not understanding a, life. That's you know what I'm saying? Major kick. I think that's what it is too. When I I think if it, it was when I when I figured out myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like when I figure out where I wanted to go in life, you know, it wasn't when when I first had Cinco, you feel me? I was a provider, but yeah, I wasn't no leader. I could lead and I, I yeah. could provide. I could work work and pay for everything, yep. but I Time it wasn't it wasn't no it wasn't no following me for real for real you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and it was to where i like all right this is the avenue i want to go this is who you are this is what you like doing this yeah. is what makes you happy yeah. oh okay and then as that molded everything started falling off and it's like oh, okay you a man bro you you yeah. can be followed you you know what i'm saying like you you a man bro you feel me so and i, I think when you start like seeing kamaris at his age and what he done learned from me it's like yeah, maybe I, you know, I did it. I did an all right job. Yeah. But then I always go back to like, damn, I remember when I was 23, 24. It was like, shit, I'm, I didn't think about Kamaris. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't thinking about him when I was doing stuff. So I was just like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And not even thinking about having yeah. a conscious mind on what he was growing up or looking at. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think once, I'm going to go back to the question. I think when I, when I started coaching and I started like taking on a, I guess a leadership role. Right. When I sit back and think about it, that's when I really started like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is the way I want to act. Now here's the crazy part. I became a better coach than I was a husband and a spouse to my wife. Mm. So I was still lacking in those areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. the crazy part was I was getting more accolades being a coach. So that's what I lean toward. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I took on the man leadership of being a husband, but I wasn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like I'm, I'm a football coach. I'm the kids love me. My son loves me. I don't, you know, I don't care what she's talking about. Right. You know what, what I'm saying? The, what was the transition though? She's talking about leaving me. Right. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's talking right. about going. The transition was when I learned 
that I was being more of a coach and a um than a husband. You know what I'm saying? But you had to bring out more unselfish. I had to bring sac- yeah, a sacrifice. I had to bring out the worst in her for me to feel like to realize it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And nobody wanna do it. Who wanna bring out the you know, I lay down with her every night. Every, yeah. But I'm bringing yeah. out the worst in her because I wanna hang out and do everything with coaches. You know right. what I'm saying? That's whatever, whatever that whatever came with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, time is definitely a quality piece when it comes down to your uh, significant other. Um, I can piggyback off that pretty much. I was feeling like, you know, with my wife, you know, hey, we going to the coach's party. We going to this party. We together. We spent, what you mean we ain't spending no time? But I want time with you. There's a difference. I want time with you, not with everybody else. Mm. And then, you know, like like the coach said and everything, you know, you coach, you doing this, you know, like, shit, kids love me. Such like, the hell with why are you tripping? You bugging. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it took for me to learn that aspect in life to be like, yo, like, no, it's a difference that come down with it. And it took OGs to show me that too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, that's nice. Definitely. Most definitely. What yeah. about you, Melly Mel? Um, probably when I wanted to establish my own independence and, mm-hmm. you know, start accepting my responsibilities. But like you said, your actions... You know, you doing mad things, but mentally, like you said, I was I wasn't I wasn't ready to be followed. I wasn't a leader yet. I had to learn, you know what I'm saying, how to be a leader and you know, and like you said, learning about yourself, you know, mm-hmm. knowing what you want to do and you know, knowing your boundaries and your limitations. Have you ever had somebody sit there and tell you you was a leader and you didn't even see it in yourself? Yep. Cause I, I think that's one of the things with me on my part, like, uh, with like coaches and stuff, and you know, with certain people they're like, hey man, like you, you was a leader. Like a lot of people right. follow behind you more than what you think. I'm like, nah, no, they don't. Yeah. I'm following behind. Right. Such and such. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how I'm the leader? You know what I mean? And I think later on in life, you know what I'm saying? With me, I think the bug really hit probably by like 19, yeah. 19, 20, early age. Like I said, I'm old, so so it hit early for me and everything. And I was like, you know what, you you right. You're definitely right. And I think that's one of the things with being a leader is, you know, people can tell you that all day, but then you, when you once you self-reflect, you're like, damn, am I really leading? Yeah. yeah. When I look in the mirror, like I remember times, long time ago, focused on hurting my future job opportunities. Oh, but I, shit. I remember when I coached middle school football, I leave middle school football to go sell weed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What type of leader is that? And I'm telling kids to stay away from just saying no to drugs, but I'm selling weed and doing all that type of stuff. So, yeah, yeah that's, you know, I guess, you know, leadership is a, is a growth year in, year out. You can have leadership qualities, but are you really a leader? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Adolf Hitler was a leader. Right. But did he lead in the right way? Facts. Right. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? So, Martin Luther King was a leader. I think he led in the right way. I right. think everybody got leadership qualities. It's all on how you feed that, like I said, leadership monster, mm-hmm. so to speak. And what are you doing with that? That's the how you lead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you know, and who you lead? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they might not get it. Yeah. They might not understand it. But I feel that every leader always got like some dirt or some some type of experience to come yeah. with it. But a good leader knows the people he's leading. He knows how to treat each individual accordingly. Yeah. I'm looking at it more like in a sports sense. You yep. know what I'm saying? Right. 
like you know, if you're a leader of a basketball team, right? How you uh, interact with each one of your players to get them. You got all these football coaches, and you said basketball. That's where y'all got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how you get each player to maximize on their potential. Yeah. Like look at somebody like Kevin Garnett. Right. How he got the most out of each one of his players because of his leadership, how he led, or somebody like oh, LeBron. Yeah. Look yeah. at LeBron. Strong leadership qualities. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I think just developing that part and just realizing it. And I think with some of the kids, and I just step back just as a coach. Um, looking at some of the kids, he'd be like, yo, you a leader, but some of them don't realize it. And then they just always take me back to myself, like where coaches are telling me the same thing, like, yo, you can lead this team and you don't even know it. Yep. Nah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know it. Yep. Help me figure it out. Help Tell me. Figure me. It out. And then yep. I'm sitting in the office, he telling me all this. I'm sitting there like, I ain't trying to this shit. But you, you know, know what a good saying? leader always, a good leader though, knows when to step back and let others lead as well. Yep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't always got to push the ship, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? I know how to sit back and let... You got to you gotta go through some... Uh, you got to ruffle some feathers first before you get to that in, uh, situation. Hey, you can't make everybody Cause, happy. Because it might so, be to the point where, you know, you got to ride out on somebody, but the person that calls you to ride out, you jumping out the van before them. It's an issue, goddamn. Yeah, that's... It's an issue. You might not want to follow soft leaders. Exactly. <laughs> You know, so that's that's definitely one of the issues. And I think that's what it is with the young boys right now. Um, they haven't figured out the leadership role, you I, know, and who it is. I think Will said in one part, one of our episodes, he said, you know, they might not know where they're going, but they know they ain't going backwards. Right. They got fight. Like I think all the young yeah. dudes got fight in them. A lot of fight. Yeah. They yeah. hungry. Like yeah. I like I like some of our football players at Ipsy, man. They took on their um, recruiting themselves. I want to be recruited. I'm on Instagram. I'm in. I'm, they inboxing coaches. They yeah. should be but it's so like coach. it's so many platforms for that too. Though. Yeah. yeah, but they but they yeah. doing it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They taking that yeah. initiative. Yeah. So they taking on a leadership role. So. So what do you do like with that as a coach? Like that should definitely make it easier. Oh, yeah, it make it a lot easier. It make it a lot easier. That's what I, I can tell a college coach. Just you know. Tell the coach to call me. Man, look, it's so much goddamn hashtag all over the goddamn. That's all you got to do. You got to hashtag some shit. Mm-hmm. Show the kid, and then that's it. Next thing you know, you wake up the next morning, the kid may be viral. You're yeah. like, shit, that's my kid. That's <laughs> my boy. You got offers. You know what I mean? That's all so, they want they want offers. Yeah. That's a good sign, though. You want somebody to see what they want and go after it. Because oh, yeah, ain't, ain't that that's what it's all about? That's what it's yeah. all about. You see something you want, you're passionate about, go you get it. it. But what about means necessary? But what about that kid? Means necessary. I'm sorry. But what about that kid that sit there? You see the passion in them and everything, but they get around the wrong crowd, and like they had the passion at first, and then they die out. Yeah. But you see it in them, and they still got it. But just with the crowd they hanging around with, it's like that's when you got to step in and stay on them. Get put that arm around them and Mm -hmm. let them know, like, no, you don't want to go down that avenue. But if but you got something, you got something. You know what I'm saying? Rio, man, follow me, Pressure Doctor on Twitter, uh, Coach Coach Stewart LB. We just bring it to the table, baby. We just bring it to the table, baby. We just bring it to the table.